Hello everyone. Welcome to a new episode of Seed to Forest. In this episode, I Gaurav Gupta, Chief Growth Officer at Extrap Foundation, will be talking to Ashish Munjal, co-founder and CEO at Sunstone. Ashish is a serial entrepreneur and a times 40 under 40. His organization Sunstone works with academic institutions to improve employability of undergraduate and postgraduate students. In this conversation you can look forward to Ashish talking about what brought him and Sunstone to focus upon improving employability of professional education programs. You can also look forward to Ashish talking about what does it mean to look at possibilities from a student's perspective and what does it take to work with tier 2 and 3 colleges and institutes to take up their campus placements. A lot of possibilities opened up for me talking to Ashish in this conversation and I hope it does the same for you. Happy listening. Hi everyone. Today I have with me Ashish Munjal who's the co-founder and CEO of Sunstone which plays in the higher education space. Sunstone works closely with a lot of academic institutions so that the employability of the learners can be really improved. In, in fact ashish is also a times 40 under 40 and in today's conversation we look forward to his journey of building sunstone where he has brought it today and what's in store in the future so welcome ashish and thank you for making time thank you thank you so much gaurav it's lovely speaking with you thank you ashish so so we'll start with you know probably the origins of sunstone right usually companies are founded around uh, a problem that troubles founders deeply and they kind of get attached to it right so what was it for sunstone i mean if you were to go back to the origins was there any deep problem deep connect with something that you saw as issues on the ground which led to the birth of this idea just walk us through that yeah yeah absolutely so maybe i'll take you through a slightly more dated than how sunstone started and the reason i'm doing that is primarily because it's sort of connected to like who i am so i actually come from a very small town near a city named merat and i have seen the education system of the country up and close and when i say education system which means that i have actually not been to one of the top tier engineering colleges and all and the kind of school that i went to only two people from my class enrolled into engineering program and now when we see that engineering colleges are everywhere and if you are doing pcm the obvious choices for you to do engineering mm-hmm. so that's also something which my cohort of graduating student in class 12 did not come naturally to them to do engineering and which i believe that's actually the theme or that's how the real india thinks engineering to us people who are sort of very homogeneous in nature engineering is the de facto choice but that's not how actual the real india is thinking about and for that matter any professional education like professional education is not something as a country that it's something that all of us or majority of us are pursuing so if, even if you look at there are more than 1 crore student who enroll in any co- kind of higher education program every year out of that around 20 25% in any kind of professional education which means that 75% are actually not pursuing professional education and that's what i am talking about when i say my class whether it's pcm or commerce or majority of the student almost all of them did not pursue any professional education now when we sort of take a very unemotional view of this 
we know that these students also have the similar capability they could have also done well in their careers but because they did not get the opportunity at that right time many of them and i still have my school group there are a lot of people who have become let's say physical education coach they have started some small business of their own but majority of them did not end up in any sort of professional career they have not joined the like the corporates what we call and i was lucky enough that after my engineering i was able to get into good b school so i have seen both the ecosystem a good tier 1 education how it looked like and sort of a tier 3 sort of education how it looked like and that's when i realized that there are a lot of gaps that can be addressed in the education market so that's something that in 2010 when i completed my mba that was that sort of itch was always there that i want to contribute back to the education ecosystem of the country and while growing up also when i was in class 12th i used to teach student from class 9th and 10th take tuitions when i was in engineering i was teaching class 11 12th so and that was kind of the environment in the family because all three siblings and my parents all of us used to teach like take tuitions and teach students so that environment was there that okay one obviously it helps you fulfill your own expenses so i was sort of independent since class 11 that my tuition fee is being paid by my parent but rest everything all my expenses my books my going out expenses were taken care by me and that's not something that i was doing uh something which is not common like all three of us were doing that so that's how the journey in my mind started the itch in my mind started that i want to contribute back to the education ecosystem not specifically for the metro kids or not specifically for the urban institutional students who have good intel and can go into good colleges but for the remaining 85 90% so i started something during my bank of america days as well during 2012 13 couldn't scale that up shut that down within first 6 months itself so it's sort of in 2019 when i was moving out uh, coming out from a last startup that's when pius and i decided that okay this is the right time we have had some startup exposure we have done some mistakes and probably if we have to do something in education this is the right time so that's how the whole sort of background and how sunstone was conceptualized and when we talk about the problem that we are trying to solve so if we look at the tier 3 or tier 2 education system in the country we read lot of reports everywhere that indian graduates are not employable only some report says that only 9% are employable some says that only 40% get into jobs but whatever number we may take every number says that majority of the students either are not employable or don't get any jobs and when we say majority of them don't get any jobs we are not talking about the pure sciences or pure arts program we are talking about the professional education programs so if we take a view at the first instance we know that only 25% of the graduating students from class 12 do any kind of professional education of these 25% only 35 to 40% get into any sort of jobs which means that only 10% of the student who are pursuing higher education get into any sort of job now that's as scary as it can be because we have such a great talent pool available in the country and the world is looking at us that okay india has become the next growth engine india is where the lot of opportunities are 
and here we are saying that only 10% of students who are enrolled in higher education will get into any sort of jobs so that's the problem that's the larger context with which we started per se it's in fact very fascinating ashish because while you said you looked at things objectively but in a way it was coming from a very strong deeply felt emotion uh, i think your own personal experiences plus what you felt as uh, how to contribute to the society to the ecosystem and address this problem in fact the other angle i notice in this is the aspect of that and especially when you spoke about the numbers that effectively speaking it is only 10% of youth which is finding jobs in professional setups and uh, there is a huge 80 90% which is not able to avail it and especially those who don't go to tier 1 kind of colleges who maybe in tier 2 3 and that kind of a thing so i think and you spoke of the fact that the talent pool in the country is abundantly available right the skill sets that they have may be good enough but probably not polished enough so just wanted to kind of speak about that you know while that of course is abundant in terms of the people and the masses in india of course we have the population for any kind of scale but how did you then start the journey in this context right what were some of the early inroads that you made as you got into doing this yeah yeah so i i still remember the first few things or the first few things that we discussed and we decided that what's the road that we are going to take so when any education entrepreneur that we think of i'm talking more from the point of view of the people that we are the kind of cohort that kind of startup industry that we represent the first and the most obvious thing is that okay students are not getting jobs after colleges they are not employable why don't you pick them up train them for a period of 5 6 months and all of us know that 5 6 months is a sufficient enough period for to train any students skill them and ensure that basically they get into any sort of jobs that's when we realize that if we are doing that let's say agar koi bachcha college khatam kar raha hai aur uske baad i am sort of getting him on board and putting him into a 6 months course that's something that has been overdone to death already now the problem is not in the product the product is good like if you can get a student dedicatedly for 6 months you can train him and you can put him to employment right. that opportunity is there that product is there but the problem is that there is no market for that product because if you take a view from the student perspective when he is signing up for a college in a professional education setup like he is doing a bca bba btech whatever program mba mca now his expectation is that as a student i am signing up for a college and as a college you are first putting your own criteria you are asking me to do a test interview whatever and then you are giving me a offer to join the college which means that you have done as a institution you have done your due diligence now as a institution you believe that okay this is a good candidate for me and i can take him to a job because in a professional education ultimately that's the goal with a student is signing up for a professional education course that if i am going into a college i should be able to get into a job and i think even in the top tier it's very clear like in iits iims if you are able to crack into iits iims all of us say ghar mein kehte hain ki ek bar iit mein ho gaya fir to life set hai which means that ki yaar iit nikal diya to aap wahan pahunch gaye ho ab iit will ensure so that's the expectation from the higher education institutions now what happens is that there are two outcomes of higher education 
in college one is your credentialing which is your degree part and second there is the unsaid thing unwritten thing i won't say unsaid the unwritten thing is that if you are completing your degree and you are completing your program you should get a job now that's not written degree part is written that if you complete your examination you pass your examination you will get the degree that is a written promise but getting a job is a unwritten sort of a promise now from the student perspective he thinks that whatever my institution is asking me to do if i continue to do all of that i should get both i should get a degree and i should get a job that's the understanding or that's the place of trust where the student is starting his education journey from absolutely now what happens is that a college will ask you to go through interview test whatever and then they give you offer to join the program after that they will ask you to do your mid terms your end terms and all of that and if a student is doing all of that eventually he will get the degree that's the written part of it but 60 70% of the student do not get the other promise which is the promise of a job so now the question is whether as a student community we are failing or we are failing as a education provider as a community because that was also the part of commitment it may not be a written commitment but that was also a part of commitment that if i take admission i do everything what you are asking me to do eventually i should become employable otherwise what's the purpose of the professional education so there's expectation mismatch that is there's like एक्सपेक्टेशन मिसमैच भी नहीं है क्योंकि कॉलेज भी ये नहीं बोलता है कि अगर आप सब कर लोगे तो आप एम्प्लॉयबल नहीं बनोगे क्योंकि कॉलेज आगे से आके कोई भी इंस्टीट्यूशन ये नहीं बोलेगा कि आपने आप सिलेक्शन भी हो गया आप और उसके बाद आप सारा सेमेस्टर एग्जाम भी पास करो उसके बाद भी आपकी जॉब नहीं लगेगी सो एक्सपेक्टेशन मिसमैच नहीं है कॉलेज इज गिविंग यू दैट एक्सपेक्टेशन की अगर आप सब कर लोगे तो जॉब लग जाना चाहिए सो इट्स अ प्रॉब्लम ऑफ मिसट्रस्ट राधर देन एक्सपेक्टेशन मिसमैच तो दैट्स वट वी रियलाइज दैट the market is for this program market is for the full time degree programs then these six months camps program so that's when we decided if the problem of unemployability has to be fixed it has to be fixed within the college premises within the college program you cannot create one more program for student kaise theek hai ab aapne degree kar li hai very good bahut achhi baat आओ अब छह महीने का एक बूट कैंप और करते हैं इसके बाद जॉब लगेगी बिकॉज वो स्टूडेंट एक बार ऑलरेडी मिसट्रस्ट का शिकार हो चुका है तो हिज प्रोबेबिलिटी ऑफ पुटिंग ट्रस्ट अगेन इन एजुकेशन सिस्टम इज देन वेरी लिटिल एंड दैट इज द रीजन द डिग्री मार्केट इज सच अ लार्ज सच अज मार्केट बट द बूट कैंप और द एम्प्लॉयबिलिटी मार्केट ऑन टॉप ऑफ दैट विच वी कॉल फिनिशिंग स्कूल मार्केट इज वेरी लिटिल सो दैट इज द प्रॉब्लम दैट यू कैन नॉट वंस लाइक if i am being an education provider i am part of the education provider community so on behalf of education providers this is what we can't do ki ek bar bacche ke sath apne mistrust kar diya uska trust tod diya ki usko job nahi laga aur fir keh rahe hain ki ab tu mere pe dobara trust kar so it should be done in one single thing like ab aap degree kar rahe ho chahe ab ug kar rahe ho chahe pg kar rahe ho but it should be done within that so that was the premises that was the thought process and that is the reason the numbers speak for themselves ki there are 25 lakh student who are pursuing professional education in our country so idea was that can you plug your programs within the college within their own program that they are pursuing btech bca whatever they are pursuing and ensure that by the time they graduate they have both they have a degree and they have a job with them 
So Ashish, this is very interesting in terms of how you described it. And I kind of picked up two key things in this context. One is the way you looked at the problem. And a lot of people, even today, when I look at some of the other founders, they may be looking at it as a bootcamp market, right? Or as a finishing school on top of the standard education degree provider kind of a thing. Whereas you think it should be embedded within that. So that itself is a very interesting take at it. And uh, wanted to probe a little deeper in that context to understand that was it a function of experiences that uh, you had when you were dealing with such children and such colleges and of, of course also with the employers or how did that kind of insight or that perspective come about that's one angle and of course the second thing that i picked up that when you clarified that it's not a misexpectation it's actually mistrust and i think that itself is very very interesting in terms of how you look at it so the framing of it from a mistrust perspective so we can speak about a little bit of the, about the experiences of how you looked at the problem in that fashion, as well as, you know, why mistrust and why not misexpectation, that kind of a thing, because both are very, very interesting in terms of how you look at it. Yeah. So uh, one obviously is that, as I was telling you, the kind of engineering college that I went through out of the, my like computer science batch of, I think 120 odd student, the people who get campus placement from the campus was probably in single digit or early teens. So majority of my batch actually went through one of these. Like somebody went to do a CDEC program. Somebody like just they moved to Noida. Some people moved to Bangalore. And then they either started pursuing some course that somebody started learning coding. Somebody started just going to walk-ins. So that's when the initial seeds were like sowed that, okay, something has not happened right. Like few of us are lucky enough that we were able to get into jobs through the campus, but that was like very, very handful of us. Majority of my friends were not in that set. So I still remember like when I joined and after when I used to come back to my home or to Delhi to meet my friend, they were still either pursuing some software development course or pursuing some other thing or planning to write gate to do mtech and because they did not have any career prospects after completing their engineering so which was the first seed that okay something has not happened right in our last four years because if these students are still stuck and they have already spent decent amount of money that they could and now they have nowhere to go to Got it. So, so a lot of your personal experiences, looking at your own batchmates, that itself was a, a was big a, factor. It, was, yeah. it was a starting point. And then like exact framing of the problem, exact framing has happened like once when I was uh, in 2018, when I moved out of Crownit and for first few months, I was just figuring out in education, what is the exact weight, like what's my GTM, what's the uh, like segment that I want to target. That's when the framing and the problem become very clear to me that, okay, this is, this uh, has to be solved within the college education or within the degree education itself, rather than creating something on top of that. Got it. No, that itself is, uh, you know, gives a lot of insight about how to approach the problem and uh, really define the right frame for it, right? Because a lot of times when you do not, frame a problem well, you may go and do things which may not lead to the right result. Absolutely. Now, that now brings me to the next question, which is that as you, of course, worked on this as a problem, 
with this kind of framing. And as you worked hence with the institutes and also with the students, what were some of the aspects that showed up? And, you know, if you can speak about the fact that as you went about doing it, what were the kind of mistakes that, you know, you made and, and what were the kind of learnings that came through? So I think uh, it would be like, there will be a lot, lot of mistakes. It will be difficult to cover in one question that what are the mistakes. But see, I'll tell you the good and bad part of us, me and Piyush and Ankur starting it was that one, we were not coming from the baggage of education industry. Like, uh, we didn't know what the right things in education because we were education founders, we were founders, the, right? And ye, that, was, that was a good thing and that was also the bad thing. Because we didn't know what are the things that we should be doing in education or what are the things that we should not be doing in education. Like I'll tell you, initially the first year when we started, we were coming from that thought process that we want to change education and we just want to ensure that everybody has access to what we want to create. And that's when we realized that in long term, in very long term, that's how it should be. But when you're starting an education company, you cannot just keep the gate open because that's not how the education is perceived. If you offer education to all and everyone, then you are nobody in education. And that's the irony of education. Like IIT, the gate is like shut. And it only opens for very, very super selected candidate. And that is the reason IITs are IITs. But if I take a very generic view about education, that's not how it should be. Like IIT is the kind of education, it should be open for all. But the moment IITs will open for all, IIT will not remain IITs. It will become a tier three institute. So, and we also started with that. Then we started, okay, no, we have to be very, very selective initially. And then obviously longer term, we have to figure out that how do we ensure that we give access to many more candidates than just being a very selective institute because that's not who we want it to be. So that was one big mistake and it took us one year to correct it. The other big mistake was that we initially were thinking that the people who are running education uh, would and maybe it was our inexperience also that we were very simple that okay this is not useful let's say when we look at curriculum we look at but this is not useful let's get rid of it this is not useful let's get rid of it but that's when we realized that okay this is not how the education system work if you would have been creating something on top of the degree program for six months you can do anything and everything that you want to but because we decided that we want to fix the problem in the college, you cannot change the rules of the game. You have to align yourself. You have to be experimentative and everything, but still you have to align yourself with the age-old institution. So, that education education. So, that's when we sort of got our hands burnt and we got a lot of not-so-great response from the institutions and everyone. That's when we realized that, okay, the right way to build an education product, whether it's curriculum, whether it's pedagogy, whether it's design of education or overall program, is actually to go from the side of corporate than from the side of academics. Interesting. And one thing also that we realize is that if we look at any education program, let's say we look at MBA, we look at BTEC, 
all the education programs are designed like when we talk about MBA कि MBA का जो framework है कि भारत में MBA कैसे चलेगा ये design किसने किया है इसका curriculum कहाँ से आता है so generally it is designed by the regulators and regulators में generally it's the professors of the top tier institutes who are probably at the decision making level or who design these things now those people represents only the top tier academic institutions so now when i have spent 30 40 years in a top tier academic institution i would probably design the curriculum and everything from keeping those students in mind so let's say if and if we look at an mba curriculum mba curriculum will have two subjects on strategy management mba curriculum will have subjects on international business now 80% of mba graduates will be working in a job which pays you 3 lakh rupees to 6 lakh rupees the kind of job that they will be doing will be entry level jobs they don't need to learn dcf model they don't need to learn strategy management they don't need to learn brand marketing because those people will never ever be doing those kind of jobs ever and because that's the mba first originated in us and mba was supposed to be the program wherein you have worked for few years and then you do mba because it was supposed to be your career escalation sort of a program so those are the things and now the way our country has adopted mba is you're like you do mba before your first job like majority of the country do mba before their first job and those first jobs are also entry level jobs but the mba is not designed for that so bahut sari irony hai education mein na so ek irony ab ye hai कि हम लोग कहते हैं कि यार जो हमारा एम बी ए ग्रेजुएट्स हैं या जो हमारे प्रोफेशनल एजुकेशन से बच्चे ग्रेजुएट्स हैं उसमें से सिर्फ फोर्टी परसेंट ही एम्प्लॉयड हैं और सिर्फ लेट से एक्स परसेंट ही एम्प्लॉयबल हैं अब एक तो ये बच्चे भी वो थे हमारे टीयर थ्री टीयर फोर सेगमेंट वाले जिनके साथ आपको थोड़ा ज्यादा काम करना पड़ेगा दे नीड मोर हैंड होल्डिंग बिकॉज दे आर नॉट एज सेल्फ मोटिवेटेड एज योर टॉप टीयर इंस्टीट्यूट का बच्चा और हमने इनको पढ़ाया भी वो सारी चीजें जो इनके लिए कम्प्लीटली इरेलीवेंट थी एक तो बच्चा पहले से सेल्फ मोटिवेटेड नहीं है उसके बाद हम उसको वो सारी चीजें पढ़ा रहे हैं जो जीवन में वो कभी यूज नहीं करेगा फिर हम कहते हैं कि बच्चा एम्प्लॉयबल नहीं है वो एम्प्लॉयबल बनेगा कैसे कॉलेज और एजुकेशन सो ये सारी बहुत सारी ऐसी लर्निंग्स है but i am talking about more structural learnings or mistakes that we did primarily i am learning a lot in this conversation hope you are too which questions would you like me to ask what areas would you like me to explore further please write to me at gorov@xstep.org and that's very fascinating as because i can even relate it at a personal level I walked out of a top tier college, right? But uh, still, there was misalignment, and hence these insights are very really deep in terms of what you are articulating, and hence the structural issues that you see. Because uh, you know, I kind of pick up the fact that demand is for something else, whereas what does the design of the supply is still rooted in something which may not be based on the kind of people that you are working on. Yeah. Right, and that is a structural issue, and on a very deep insight that you had, that you still, while doing it, you cannot just think of drastically changing something. You have to work with them, align with them, 
and also set the right gates and the mechanisms so that you are working with the right set proof success in this context. Absolutely. Uh, so, you know, small, small, uh, like observations. Hai, hmm. log dekhe, India may, let's say, IT revolution now happened like 30 years ago. We are a country which is doing IT from last 30 years. And we have done a kick-ass job of it. Like we have cracked it. But aaj bhi hamare engineering college se jo bachcha nikalta hai, 30 saal baad bhi, usko coding karni nahi aati. Like it as simple. It's right in front of all of us. Yeah. Ki 30 saal mein hum as a generation, as a ecosystem, apne in computer science engineer ko college se nikalte time coding nahi sikha pa hai. और कुछ और अगर आप देखो तो और कुछ तो सिखाना ही नहीं था आप एक कंप्यूटर साइंस इंजीनियर को और कुछ नहीं सिखाते उसको फिजिक्स इलेक्ट्रॉनिक्स मैकेनिकल लाइक कंप्यूटर्स की थ्योरी सी प्रोग्रामिंग असेंबली लैंग्वेज ये सब नहीं पढ़ाना था आपको तो उसको सिर्फ कोडिंग करना सिखाना था एंड लैंग्वेज ऑफ हिस्स चॉइस बट वी हैव नॉट डन दैट एज इफ देयर आर लॉट ऑफ सच थिंग्स इन एजुकेशन सो मुझे पर्सनली लगता है कि it is not that our students do not have the skill it is not that our students are not employable it is us who are not doing a great job of ensuring that they get the right education which they are also excited to pursue hum kehte hain ki bacche class mein nahi aate bachcha drop ho jata hai hum isko as a feedback to us nahi lete hain ki yaar humne aisa kya kiya ki bachcha class mein aaye which itself is a different way of looking at it ki don't blame the student right reflect upon what did we not do right ki ab bacche ko job nahi mila and wo employable nahi hua absolutely so wo ek ek proportion of student hoga shayad hamesha hoga ki 10% 20% student hoga jo ki shayad admission le lega but usko nahi karni hai job but bakiyon ko to karni thi abhi to hum exactly ulte kar pe baithe hain ki 40% bachcho ki job lag rahi hai 60% ki nahi lag rahi ab hum ye keh rahe hain ki 60% bacche aise the जो एडमिशन तो लेना चाहते थे बट जॉब नहीं करना चाहते थे ये दैट इज नॉट ट्रू करेक्ट तो तो आशीष अब इसमें ये सब करते हुए राइट ऑफ कोर्स लाइक यू सेड दैट यू वर्क वाइल अलाइनिंग द स्टेक होल्डर्स हु आर अ पार्ट ऑफ द एजुकेशन सिस्टम एंड ऑफ कोर्स दीज एकेडमिक इंस्टीट्यूशंस हैव यू सीन यू नो बिकॉज़ द वे यू आर वर्किंग ऑफ कोर्स यू आर वर्किंग टुवर्ड्स एम्प्लॉयबिलिटी ऑफ दीज चिल्ड्रन सो दैट दे कैन गेट द जॉब्स एंड इट कैन हैपन इन दैट फैशन तो अब ये करते हुए डू यू सी small changes which are plus one yet irreversible you know things uh, that makes you feel confident ki ha bhai jahan jahan kaam kiya hai wahan ab ye cheez wapas reverse nahi hogi because they have pretty much evolved from where they were to this style of thinking and working yeah so i think uh, both the things happened at the same time for us one is our push into our students to our academic institution and covid like both of them happened at the same time which has so there are some things that we see one as a ecosystem which probably will not go back and the kind of segment of student that we are reaching out to and we do a lot of mystery surveys to our set of consumers as well we are actually surprised to see even the students who are taking admission in first year uh, and in a new academic institutions we have tied up with they have now started asking questions around employment wow. which is a very welcome change 
for us. Similarly, few changes that I see because of COVID, and that's also a very big change, is campus placement. Now, in a pre-COVID world, the campus placement used to be a very physical in nature. And because of that, there were a lot of local phenomena, local brands used to work. And that too in our large cities. Now that puts lot of students from the tier three cities or not so large cities at a position of disadvantage. So let's say if I am based in Guwahati or I am based in Amritsar, in a pre-COVID world, even if I am a good student, my probability of getting a job from campus is far lesser than if I am studying in a campus in Bangalore or Noida. Now, that is something which is almost completely changing in the entry level or the fresher segment. The campus placement has completely moved online. Now, suddenly a student who is based in Guwahati is almost as equal to a student who is based in Bangalore. The number of job opportunities that student is getting access to. So suddenly the ROI on education has become more. Mm. Earlier, if I am based in Guwahati, I have to relocate to Bangalore for my higher education. So one, the higher education in Bangalore is expensive than Guwahati. Plus, I have to also spend on my boarding and lodging in Bangalore. So a large segment of students who could pay, let's say, 3-4 lakh rupees for higher education, but could not afford to pay 8-9 lakh rupees, which a Bangalore education would cost you, including boarding and lodging, were not able to get into higher education. Or were getting higher education from Guwahati, but not able to get into corporates because of the lack of opportunities. So suddenly that large pool of students, one, will have access to good education and job opportunities and will be able to enter the corporate workforce. And that's what we have also been seeing with our Sunstone graduates also. And this is more phenomena more in a post-COVID or a COVID world more than 60% of our graduating students are first time ever in their family tree to work in a corporate. Wow. Now, this actually something which gives us really like goosebumps and keep us motivated every single day that you are actually taking the real country, the real India and putting them into urban jobs. Yeah. No, that's really wow, because that is the sign of the change that is happening. Yeah. And you spoke about quite a few of them in terms of how kids in the first year are asking questions about employment and employability, of course, right? And COVID as a accelerator, but especially the changing scenario of campus placement and yeah. how it has begun to happen digitally to, in fact, students getting opportunities, especially those from far-flung areas and first-time uh, corporate world entrants from families uh, which have uh, had nobody. Very, very fascinating, Ashish. So in, in this context, it kind of naturally leads me to the next question. So I think COVID kind of became an accelerator of digital, right? And yeah. of course, we speak about India being one of the leading nations when it comes to digital infrastructure, right? Absolutely. So what do you see changing and how do you see companies like Sunstone or the consumers of Sunstone, which is the students and even the academic institutions as partners benefiting from this evolution of this digital infrastructure in the country? Yeah, yeah. So it is happening on two levels. 
one is earlier let's say if i have to ensure that a student who is based in let's say coimbatore or uh, indore should get access to good education now i will be physically limited to the boundaries or the kind of talent that i can hire in those smaller cities now my ability to hire and train uh, let's say teachers on the content which is foundation it's easier but let's say when a student in the second year or whenever the students are choosing their specialization we also push student to choose different and varied kind of specialization that okay rather than operations you should pursue warehousing retail supply chain rather than marketing you should pursue let's say digital marketing social media and all those things where the jobs are now when you have such a varied specialization for which you are training student your capability to get faculties locally on those subject matter is almost nil like it is impossible for you to get a great analytics professor in ludhiana you can't you just can't and the worst thing that you can do with student is that you can have a academician sort of take a corporate course like if you want uh, that a student who is completing analytic program should be able to work in kpmg now academician won't be able to do that how like good meaning that academician can because he doesn't know what happens in kpmg now in a pre covid world i am stuck with this problem in a post covid world i can have a hybrid teaching delivered and that's something that student also appreciates so what we have seen is that student do not want completely online learning because they want that there should be a good part of my education should happen in my campus because there is a lot of peer learning there is a lot of classroom there is a lot of camaraderie that happens in the classroom but when it comes to subject matter expertise and this is something that we have given option to student rather than pushing them on them that whether you want this professor for analytics he is an academician or but he will come and physically teach you but there is this professor or this practitioner who works in kpmg but will take your classes through the studio <clears throat> and you will learn online so what we have seen also that student are also choosing those practitioners over the academicians so these are the kind of things which is really open up the education ecosystem overall and secondly i talked about the campus placement bit anyways that's the second change because of the digital transformation that we are seeing no that's very useful uh, ashish so ashish that kind of brings me to the last question and this entire conversation has been really fascinating with you candidly opening up about the journey the emotion the change how things are evolving now as you look at sunstone now right and of course as you look at the future what is the navigation compass of sunstone as set of key principles that you see now which will guide its path in the future and do you see any drastic change in that vis-a-vis the time when you started that's actually the good part about us that for us the minimum divisible unit has remained the same the minimum divisible unit is one student and so in that way we think of ourselves more like a internet company like an internet company also if you do one transaction or one iteration on your one the minimum divisible unit or not star that you call well then you can scale it to let's say thousands of so, such thing 
सो फॉर अस इट्स द वन स्टूडेंट दैट वी से यार एक बच्चा है अगर वो बच्चा मेरा अच्छा जा रहा है तो नाउ इट्स नॉट इट शुड नॉट बी बाय लक इट शुड बी बाय डिजाइन लाइक आई शुड नो how i can take every student to the career outcomes that he is desiring yeah. now a one student may want me to work in digital marketing the other may want to work in analytics the third may want into work in a bank that's a separate thing but can you pick a student and take him to the desired outcome of his choice that's what we like when we started when we had 250 student that was the goal now when we have like 6000 student the goal is still the same when we'll have 20000 student the goal will still be the same that we have to ensure that every single student reaches his career outcome of his choice yes so for that the foundation and the fundamental is very simple now you can build anything and everything on top of it that how do i conduct my classes how do i ensure that what are my extracurricular what's my training program what's my placement program what's a different kind of specialization do i have but ensure that you always have very clear focus what you are building towards that's the only single thing and i don't think like even if let's say even if you reach a scale of 1 lakh students that is going to change gotcha. it's very i i consider ourselves very lucky in that manner that we were able to identify and we have that from very clearly written Uh, and that's the written value that we have like it's not so our core value is to deliver success to every student and whenever you are taking a decision ask this question is it right for the student at any point in time whatever decision you are taking if the answer is that look okay, is it right for the student if the answer to that question is no don't do it doesn't matter just don't do it so if you continue keep abiding by these two principle i think rest everything will fall into place got it so thank you so much ashish in fact i want to also ask a bonus question now that you described these two principles uh, so when you see that something doesn't happen in the context of these two key principles uh, how do you react to it how do you get that you know sorted yeah so as i said ultimately it should be by design so yes. if something is not working let's say if in some campus the students are let's say not reaching to employment then we, it's it's not by luck or it's not because of chance there is means that something in design is not working so you go back and figure it out that what's not working and that's the only job that we have like in the organization there will be hundreds of things that go wrong every day hundred of operational thing hundred of things that will go wrong every day but ultimately for us founders it's this basic thing which should work if the basic things are working tactically there are a lot of things that may go wrong that may go right you cannot be excited if something happens good you cannot be demotivated if something is not working out but as long as the design is working fine then eventually things will work out got it so you may be correcting the design a few times uh, so that it goes through against the principle absolutely and that's something that i personally am a big big fan of iteration i personally believe that i know nothing i am not good at anything the only thing that i am good at is iteration ultimately when you keep iterating keep iterating keep iterating kabhi na kabhi aapko aapko pata lag jata hai ki now this fits 
and when you know in your heart that this fits just stop and start scaling things up so that's the principle with which we work because i have seen a lot of people and this primarily happens in education because and i just said one advantage for us was that we are not from education industry we were not and now i can't say we are not but we were not from education industry so we were just coming without any baggage that we don't know what works in education we only knew the first principle how to create a startup which customers love and that is something that you get by iteration you do something your customers will tell you whether it's working or not the students will tell you whether it's good or not so you just keep listening to them and that's something in education which is not very common because people who run education businesses and i'm not talking about startups it is with the academic institutions or the traditional business also they know that they think that we know education we are education so wo ek problem hame laga ki wo nahi hona chahiye shayad and that's where the startups come and disrupt right so ashish you've been very humble very candid also a lot of insights which can change a lot of perspectives i mean i learned a lot from this conversation i think i have a a uh, slightly better perspective listening to you and talking to you about it and i, I hope you know the same happens for the listeners who go through this thank you so much ashish for making time thank you. thank you for being candid thank you so much absolutely it was a pleasure god thank you so much for having me thank you take care i am loved a lot of possibilities in this conversation hope it did the same for you which leaders would you like me to meet What would you like me to ask them? Please write to me at goravetextep.org.